Hello friends and welcome to Beating Business Bullies, a place where we find empowerment to make final financial decisions with confidence and bravery. Again, with the coronavirus being what it was, there are definitely shifts in what we're doing from a day-to-day -day base. So today I thought it might be um, helpful to talk about working from home, what to expect. Um, it's, if it's, it hasn't happened in your neck of the woods, it's coming. Um, I'm in California. California, Illinois, and New York states have all said um, non-essential go home, which means, you know, what, 70% of the workforce now heads home. So if you are going to home, some things to think about. What I want us to talk about is kind of the be, do, have, meaning what is our being, what are we going to do, and what do we get to have? So we think about it. If we're going home for a short period of time, say 90 days, I worked at home for the last four years, so for most of us, this is just a 90-day little blurb. We just need to get acclimated to it, put our best foot forward, and get through it, try to be as positive and productive as possible. So the have is, you know, we want to have a successful, you want to have a, a non-anxiety, you want to have an easy work from home, you don't want to be disrupted, um, you don't want to have feelings be hurt. You should think about this. Some of our cases, we're either going to be home shut in, or we're going to be home with the partner that we haven't worked with before, or we're home with our partner and our kids who we haven't really worked from home with. So what are some of the things that are going to happen? Well, disruption. <laughs> so I think the best thing to do is when you figure out that you're going to be sent home to work is to start thinking about how the ways of being so we need to sit down with our family and our loved ones and say, this is what's going to happen. These are, these are the disruptive things that I think are going to happen, and here's how we're going to mitigate them. And all you can do is just mitigate the risk as best as possible. You're not going to stop your kid from barging in on a conference call for the next 90 days. It's just you're not going to be, you know, 100%. But to give yourself the kind of confidence or the non-anxious because the last thing you want to be is anxious while you're at work because you've worried about things going wrong where you're worried about disruptions you're worried about you know you're working and all of a sudden your partner's making a sandwich behind you because you share the kitchen with your office and then in the background making a sandwich eating chips open up pop and you're like whoa, whoa, whoa what's going on that could be hurt feelings you could snap back you could say something mean, like, once you get the hell out of the kitchen and take your sandwich with you. But if you have a conversation beforehand, right when it happens, and you start talking about disruptions, eating times, times that you can be in and out of the office and you know, lay some ground rules, and these ground rules, really what they're trying to do is to hold this have of a non-disruptive, non-anxious workplace that you can be effective. You can still do your job and be a 90% or above employee. Now, like I said before, you can't be perfect. That's okay. Prepare to be perfect. Prepare to be in excellence. So when you think about what you need, a lot of it is just mentally what do you need. Well, you need to be able to set a structured time. You need to be able to set a structured disruption so that you can tell your kids when and when they cannot come into the office or how to come into the office how to raise their hand so they can be acknowledged without disrupting what you're trying to accomplish in your workspace. And you'll notice that I haven't really talked about much of the do's, meaning the mechanics of it, internet, telephone, computer, like those will occur. 
Your company will help you figure those out. You can put the onus on them to help you with that. But as long as you understand that you're creating a work environment, so you're gonna have an internet connection where you work. So again, as soon as you figure out that you gotta work from home, sit down with the family and start mapping out what needs to be done. All right, we're gonna choose this part of the, this part of the home is gonna be now the home office. There's a good internet connection, there's a place to work, there's a place to plug in a phone if needed, and there's some privacy in case you need to have a private conversation or just a non-disruptive conversation. The other pieces will fall into place. Once you figure out, once they say, all right, you're going home, here's what you need, here's your laptop, here's your VoIP IP phone, plug in into the internet cable. Those are doing, those are, those are just the mechanics of how you work from home. Those should not incur anxiety or fear or uncertainty. Um, those are just mechanics. It's not gonna stop you from the person you're being, which is a productive home worker with non-disruptive and no anxiety. Um, to the have, which is your successful 90-day period or 120-day period, however long it takes. Um, so, again, as soon as you find out, all right, we're working from home. Sit down with the people that are in your life that are going to be affected by this and start mapping it out. What does it look like? What is best case scenario? How does that look? How do we get that? Um, and it's really each household is going to have different opinions, different people. So the best thing to do is not have a strict policy of what it's going to be. It's just, let's talk about it. Let's figure out the best way to interact with each other. Um, some helpful hints. Like I said before, um, just open and talk about the things that are disruptive to you. Maybe your partner and your kids don't know your pet peeves yet from working. Um, let them out. Talk about them then. Say, look, here's what I can't have. I can't have you opening up a pop can in my office. I can't have you crunching chips in my office. I can't have you walking into the kitchen making a sandwich and no, un, you know, acknowledging me and saying, hey, I'm going to come in. Is that cool? Or I'm in it between noon and 1.30 are the only times that I get to go into the kitchen now. You know, be respectful of each other. But lay the groundwork. Don't, don't lay bombs out there. Don't lay mines where all of a sudden you're working in the kitchen and you're in the middle of something and your kid walks in and does something that pisses you off or upsets you and you light them up. And this is something that it could have been as easily as, hey, just don't bring in pop into the kitchen. Or if you see me on the phone, walk back out. Don't even go in. I don't want you in there. No hurt feelings. It's an event. This is how we do things. And you're mitigating the opportunities or the risks of you blowing your stack and being inefficient, being frustrated, hurting someone's feelings. All those things will take place. This is, again, these are never worked from home before but working from home is amazing again not only map out how you know things to watch out for and your pet peeves and um, but map out the good things we'll be able to walk the dog at 10 a.m. we'll be able to walk the dog at 3 we can do this we can go here we can be outside during this time we can play during this time because all the time that you waste during work you can now push into cool things spending time with your significant other, hanging out with your kids. Uh, today I read a story at noon. Those are things you get to do when you work from home as long as you put that in place. This is the type of atmosphere I'm going to create. These are the, this is what I want to outcome, meaning this is what I want to produce every day and declare it.
Claire, you're going to spend time with the kids, spend time with the kids during the day. Map it out. And then when that time comes, you go, you may just have a way happier working from home situation by laying ground rules and then looking for the opportunities to have fun, looking for the opportunities to take advantage of working from home. Understand those things because those are real. That's why we have such a great time working from home. Um, it's amazing. Now, the flip side of it, if you are solo and you are being sent home solo and you have no kids, have no whatever, and you're just working from home, something you haven't done, um, you need to find a way to connect with people. You're going to miss connection. Um, you are going to miss um, all that competition. You're going to miss the talking, missing just the overall connection with others. You're going to miss that. So you need to put yourself in a position to connect with people. Um, make sure that you're reaching out to your friends. I know that we're in self-quarantine, so you can't have a block house party. But you can get on Facebook, and we can get on Zoom, and you can invite three or four friends and have a video conference. Or when we're at work, you can make sure instead of just having an audio conference call, you have a video conference call so you can see your peers again. You know, you'll have those pieces in place, whether it be Zoom or some sort of you know, video conferencing solution being sent home with from most companies. And so it's just instead of having an audio conference call, have a video conference call and get everybody online so you can see everybody and interact. You'll need that connection. You don't isolate yourself. Isolation, that goes right into depression. And then at the end of the 90 days, you would, you would be sick of it. And you will, you will not be a grade A worker. Um, and you won't have a good time. You won't take advantage of the situation being at home. You've got to look for the silver lining and make sure that you know, like, these are the opportunities that I'm going to take advantage of. These are the 10 things that I am going to do. I'm going to declare that, whether it be I'm going to work out at home. Think about it. You can meditate at home now. Instead of getting in the car and driving to work for 45 or minutes or an hour, meditate for 30 minutes and work out for 30 minutes. Like, don't waste that time. Don't piss it away with eating snacks or watching TV or just sitting there. Like, take advantage of it. Say, oh, between 7 and 7.30, I usually on the road. I'm going to meditate. 7.30 to 8 a.m., I'm usually on the road. I'm going to do um, jumping jacks, planks, sit-ups, and push-ups for 30 minutes. Those are life-changing times. You know, look back on the end of the 90 days or 120 days, whatever we got at work from home, and be proud of what happened. Be thankful. And then maybe you'll search and seek out a work-from-home job. Be like, this was awesome. Um, if you let it, you don't prepare for it, it will be awful. You will be disrupted. You will wake up every morning anxious because you don't know how you're supposed to be. Be prepared. You know, all you gotta do is take two hours or an hour with your family or just with your friends if you're working solo. Before you leave, hang out with your friends. Say, look, we're gonna be isolated. Let's do a conference call every day, video conference call every day. Whatever it is to stay connected. You know, if you prepare those things, they'll come easy and they'll be gifts rather than pain and torture as, again, you're on a conference call every day. You haven't had that talk with your kids or your significant other, and they're doing all kinds of disruptive things. They're just blowing up your day and they have no idea. They don't know. You didn't tell them. They're supposed to guess how you're at work. Like, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't put it on them. It's, they're responsible. You're responsible for your time at home. The best thing to do is prepare. Prepare the people that are around you. Put a game plan together. 
be laser focused on it. Declare what you're going to accomplish during that time. Make a declaration. Stand up for it. And make this a positive experience. It can be amazing. That's why I've done it for so long. The freedom it allows you as long as you take advantage of it. Because otherwise, it'll take advantage of you. Um, you'll sleep more, you will sit more, and you'll watch more TV. Because you are now given an opportunity where you don't have to commute, you don't have to go to lunch. Everything is done here. You're gaining three or four hours in your day of time. And you can either take that time and take advantage of it, make it an opportunity, or you can just let it slip away and go sit in front of the TV for an hour and a half, um, sleep in for another hour, and be miserable. So those are your choices. <laughs> Hope this helps. Again, number one, just prepare. Understand what you're up against. Understand what you've got and take advantage of it. Map it out. Anyway, hope this helps. Hope everybody has an amazing afternoon. Please su supply me some feedback if you got any. And we'll talk again soon.